This is Radio Free Istvan. The following public service announcement is direct from the Praetorian. Do not look directly at the Black God machines. Any dreams of paradise should be duly ignored and combat stims taken immediately. Remember, all defectors will be shot on sight. Emperor What's going on, Radio Free Fan listeners, and welcome to episode 148 Ooh. of the Radio Free Fan podcast, a horse heresy wargaming podcast. My name is Michael. I got my co-host Derek here. I'm going to say what's going on, Derek. Hey, everybody. And uh, we've got a pretty good episode planned for you guys. Uh, one thing before we get too deep into this episode. Oh, yeah? I do want to talk to something that we announced on in our Discord and on our Facebook page. But if you don't follow any of those and you're just a casual listener, I want to talk to you for a second. Okay? So if you are not following the Facebook or the Discord, you probably don't know that I've been making these, like, chibi stickers. Oh, yeah. Right? So I've got this artist that I've been... Uh, been going to and i take him i say hey man can you give me a chibi war master can you give me a chibi leviathan can you give me a chibi uh uh saber right and so i've been getting these sticker packs right and i want to get five stickers made before we start moving them out right because i want I, I want to save you guys on shipping i don't want to send you like one sticker because they're ready and then like in a month there's more stickers ready that you might want and so I'm I'm doing this for you, not for me. Oh yeah. Okay. And I have to pack less if I do. But anyway, that being said, right? We've we're looking for different ideas on what stickers to make. And obviously the Thanatar came up, the Karen, the Lehman Russ, Vanquisher, all sorts of fun stuff has come up. Oh, right. Yeah. Any of those would be stellar, I think. All of them, right? In chibi form, great. In this artist style, great. But for the fifth sticker, what I would like is I would like to make a Legion hero, a Horus Heresy hero sticker. I don't care if it's a person. I don't care if it's a tank. I don't care if it's a dirty castle axe or something like that. Some sort of (laughs) monstrous creature. Like, whatever it is, I want to make a sticker based on a hero out there in Horus Heresy. The same style, just a, a cute little rendition. Yeah, we're gonna take somebody's out there's hero and make them into a chibi sticker in the same art style. But in order to sell that to everybody, right? Like we can't just say, "Hey, that sounds like a cool dude." We need a story. We need the story of the background of what made this horse heresy character a hero. But but Michael. Where would one put such a fantastic story of the exploits of a Legion hero? Exactly. So there's two, a few ways you can send us a voicemail. Oh yeah. To our phone number. And, and we'd have to look that up. If you want to look that up while I'm talking here, you send it to our voicemail. Tell us a story of why this guy, this legionnaire, this tank or whatever is a hero. And us on the back end, we have a, a very a small group of trusted individuals that will determine what we believe is the best hero out of all those stories. We've got a, a crack panel of judges. A waiting. crack panel. Uh, you can call in our voicemail at 
if that doesn't work out for you, because let's say that you're international or whatever, you can come to our Discord and you can type us out a paragraph or I can join a Discord call with you and I can hear the story and I'll record it. Uh, you can send us a message with that story written out. There's a ton of ways. Just get us your story. Get us your story so that we can get your hero, your Legionnaire hero, made into a chibi sticker. That's what we want to do. We want to have, and we want, and, and the reason why we want everybody to know about this guy, right? Oh yeah. If it's, we have to be able to let everybody know what the story is behind this sticker. Yeah, absolutely. Like there's like in my head, like remember Johnson, the dark yeah. angel, dude, I, I miss Johnson. Yeah. So like in our gaming group, we have the dark angel missile launcher. He was just the heavy weapon specialist in a tactical squad. He had a missile launcher, and every time his squad would get, you know, tank shocked or something, he would death or glory. He would just death or glory, auto hit with that crack missile, and every single time he'd blow that tank up, and just, the exploding tank would take out the rest of his squad. I just realized Johnson could not exist in this edition because missile launchers are AP3. Oh. He can't explode a missile, he can't kill his squad oh, no. anymore. This edition was made for, for Johnson. Either way, he would always deal more damage. Like, if if you wanted to take out this tax squad, all you had to do was ram it with a rhino, and Johnson would do the rest for it. He was the He was the best player on <laughs> the enemy's team. So, I always think about that, Private Johnson. He'd bless that man. Bless that man. But it's not going to be Private Johnson. I mean, unless y'all don't send stories, then it will be Private Johnson, but... Send your stories in. We're going to give you guys, before we start just making the executive decision, because people need these damn stickers, right? People have been, people been demanding these stickers. Hand, like, exactly. We're going to give hunger. you guys till March 10th. You have until March 10th. That's the hard cutoff. We're going to get together on March 11th, and we're going to have a uh, just a panel of judges that are going to judge Assemble these stories. The council. It, yeah. There's going to be cake and punch. It's going to be crazy. So... Let us know, get us those stories in, and tell us why you think your hero, your Horus Harrier C, whatever, deserves to be on a sticker. And if it's not your hero, if it's like a guy from your gaming group or a buddy of yours, just tell us that you have their permission and we'll be cool about it. You don't even have to tell us. I mean, just pretend it's yours. We'll just just assume that you have permission. You don't have to like get any written, anything, just, just, you know. So... But that's what we want to do. We definitely want to make it's a horse heresy sticker, horse heresy hero sticker. And I've already said, and I've already said this to everybody. If there's two stories that we can't figure out the best one, we'll just make two stickers. I mean, that's real. That's like, like I'm just saying <laughs> that's a very real possibility. All of this whole sticker stuff started because I wanted horse heresy stickers for my Pelican case and I couldn't find any. So I want stickers. This is a, the year of the stickers yeah. for me. And Hell yeah. Everybody else benefits off of it. The rising so. tide, man. So anyway, I wanted to announce that. I didn't want to get that out of there. Everything. It was very important. So I want to make sure everybody got that regardless of when you have to stop, finish your workout or you got to go stop hobbying and go do dinner or something. Exactly. Speaking of workout, Zach, this is going out to you, buddy. Hell yeah. Keep it up. You're looking good. You're looking <laughs> you're looking fresh today on that treadmill right now. Killing it. You're killing it, bud. So, Derek, what have you been working on, man? What what's 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 your look week look like? Oh, it's been a slow week for me because I've had a couple of things I had to take care of, a couple of things I had to handle. 
but I've been working on some just more progress on my ultramarines. I'm about done with the transfers on my infantry and I've moved on to just doing the, the detail work on my suzerain and I still need to do the de decals on my tanks and then I'm just going to gloss everything just because I've, I've been putting up, putting off a lot of stuff until I can do that one step just on everybody. Mm -hmm. But I've been pulled away. I've been do, working on some printing commissions for some people and then I had to help my dad move his PA a couple times. So I haven't got as much done as I'd like to have, but, and I'm, I'm hitting the point with my ultramarines where it's not going to be fast. It's just going to be sitting down and just doing the, the painstaking, doing all my gold trim, uh, cleaning up the power weapons, doing the, the bolt guns. And once you're done with that list, you're done, right? You're not going like deep collector ultramarines, right? You're kind of. That's not the plan right now. Okay. I can't say that that's not going to happen in the future. But have I, you have you ordered other stuff for that list already? No, I have looked into refitting my missile launchers with last cannons. Okay. Considering that's a 50 point upgrade for the unit. And when you say refitting, that doesn't mean breaking off last cannons. That's like just getting a whole new squad and have now having a last cannon squad, right? See, I don't know. I was considering just taking the missile launchers and dremeling the missile launcher part off. And then just putting like spare sponsons from the Land Raider kit. Because you get the same sprue for the Land Raider and the Spartan kit. Okay. So there's extra last cannons just floating around and just bolting those onto guys. So I've got that like missile launcher style last cannon instead of having it across the chest. Oh, wait. So you want to do a last cannon like that fits like inside the barrel of the missile launcher or what? No. No, I'm just gonna take a dremel to it and keep the bottom part that the the marines holding onto and then the pad that goes on his shoulder yeah and just obliterate the rest of that with my dremel okay and then work that extra las cannon from the, the sponson onto that model okay you, you're you're using the dremel as a cutter Pretty not much. a not a holder <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. I, i've got i've got all kinds of bits for my dremel yeah yeah immediately when i thought dremel i thought you were gonna make a hole but now that makes sense no yeah you're going to chop it so now I'm kind of curious what that would look like. Hold on, yeah, I'm looking right now. <laughs> Horus Heresy <laughs> missile launchers. I'm curious because like just have a last cannon oh. barrel sticking out. The, yeah, it wouldn't look because you have this kind. Do you have the kind with the little? Yes, the it's the plastic, the new plastic heavy weapons kit. Yeah, so the 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 whirlwind missile launcher style. I mean, yeah, it's it's. I think it's the same as the ones that come in the other plastic Heresy kit. Where you get the one missile launcher for the squad, even though one guy in the squad can't take a missile launcher. I gotcha. Bummer. Okay. Yeah. No, I see it. I see it. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking like a <laughs> Private Johnson style missile launcher, which is the tube. Oh. And yeah. it's like you just like make like a last cannon upgrade that slides into the tube. I mean, you just had Johnson on the brain. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Just miss that guy. Okay. Yeah. So you want to slice off missile launcher and replace with last cannons. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like to me, that seems easier because then I don't have to repaint the guy. I don't have to, you know, track down more bodies. I don't have to do anything. I just got to destroy this missile launcher and put a last cannon on it. But I got to make sure that's what I want to do before I pull the trigger on that because I can't undremel a missile launcher. That's fair. And then I've also been playing around in my head with the idea of running. I don't know if I just want to throw this out there, but the Death Storm drop pods. Just do it. You have the drop pods. Yeah. Just. Proxy them for now, see if it works, and then just do them up. 
Because I want to remove that five-man destroyer squad and then take that sergeant and put him in my Seekers. Just because I, I ran it because I, I like that guy from that animation. Mm-hmm. And so I just shoehorned a five-man destroyer squad in my list that really doesn't do much. Yeah, no. So, and with the list you're running now, you, that would just be like a pinning check thrown out there? Is that the plan for it? or? I mean, well, so I can do the pinning with it, but also... The Ultramarines, their Legion benefit. It goes off of that too. So it if goes it like, off that too. So if it tags everybody in an area, then. Well, I'd still have to be within six inches of it. So what I could do is I could take one squad of one Death Storm and then a squad of three Death Swarm. Oh, Death okay. So that they all come in on turn one, just because that's how area denial drop works. Uh, they're going to get intercepted, I guess, which sucks. I'm probably going to lose that one. But if I don't, then I get to do a cool thing where it pings. Everything within, I think, I forget the range of the Death Storm missile launcher, but it can shoot at every available unit. Okay, and so like everything is now uh, tagged. It's a, a Tau marker lighted for your Ultramarines. Well, it would only do it for the the unit of three because that's going to be the only unit within six inches. Mm-hmm. But instead of them being ballistic skill like two, I think. They go to blitz skill three, and they get like six missiles at every target. Oh, so you're going to bump it up for your death storms. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. Let me see if little, I can't pull up the stats. A little cheeky. Gun. Yeah, I was looking at the stats on that gun. I'm like, this is a little cooler than I remember them being, you know? Because back in the day, you only took death storm drop pods when you needed to fill out the number of drop pods so that you'd have more guys come in turn one. They used to have assault cannons. They had assault cannons and they had the missile launcher ones. Not in Heresy. They didn't have the assault cannons. Well, just the, the in general, they had assault cannons. Yeah, no, I remember because you had the assault cannon one from Forge World and that was a tight drop pod. I don't know what happened to that fella. So the... That big resin fella. Yeah. So the Death Storm missile launchers, 18 inch range, strength six, AP four, heavy nine, pinning... Death Storm, which is what lets it shoot at every eligible enemy unit. So everything's taking nine shots around it? Per per pod. Oh, that's... What? <laughs> and yeah. it's, but it's Bliss Skill 2? But it's Bliss Skill 2. Interesting. And then it goes to Bliss Skill 3 because the first one pings everything. Okay. But it's got limited ammunition. So after it shoots, you roll a D6. If you don't roll a 1, you're good. If you roll a 1, it can't shoot for the rest of the game. Because it's out of ammo. So, like, after that first tur- turn, like, it's like it basically blows its load. Do you only get to shoot at one unit with it after that? Every time it shoots, you shoot it at everything. Oh, that's nuts, dude. And because it's an area denial drop and not a deep strike, it, it gets weird. Oh, so you're going to bring three of these bad boys, too. I was going to bring four. <laughs> Bless. Bless it. But then again, like I said, they come in and my opponents will be like, oh, the first one, there's a unit of one and a unit of three. I'm just going to mark that one so you don't get the trait. So you just hit me in blue skill two. That'd be a smart thing to do. And if they didn't know to do that, they do now. There it is. <laughs> so, because apparently I'm told that the Augury scanner is a problem this edition. Mm, yeah. People just bring as many as they can because they know they're going to need them. And if they don't need them, then great. Yeah. I haven't seen that in our meta, but also we don't have a lot of deep striking in our meta. So yeah, there, there's a lot that we haven't really played around with locally. Yeah, but 
Yeah, I don't know if that unit's going to be any good, but it sounds like a fun thing to try. So I was thinking about trying it. But beyond that, and then seeing what I can trade the uh, destroyers for, I'm I'm not going to go too much heavier into ultramarines. I'd kind of rather just find a different list and just kind of pick something else to play with, you know? No, yeah, definitely. Who's who, who's up on the, just like, speculation, who's on the roster right Ooh, now? What are you thinking? I was looking into Mechanicum. Okay. I was looking into Death Guard. Uh, just a few different directions I might end up finding myself pulled in. I feel it. But other than that, just been printing stuff for people, and I've got printing jobs I need. They're holding off until I can do some more research. I'm trying to experiment with more ABS-like resins and softer resins. I just, I'm, I'm tired of dropping something and it just shatters. I just printed up a bunch of... Uh, I had a a kind of like a commercial gig for like a dude's prototype uh, oh, that's uh, cool. like back massager thing. It's like basically like it takes like a bunch of like uh, uh, like recycled golf clubs and golf balls and all this stuff and nine millimeter shells and he needed a way to like couple them all together. And so I designed up a like a shaft that can fit in like it can press fit into these two things. Yeah. Perfectly. It like drops down. I don't know. I, I would design it up for him and I gave it like ridges. So it would hold an epoxy and all that stuff. Uh, but I, I made it for him and I told him, I was like, Hey, this is like super brittle. And like I designed it up, printed it for him and like, just printed it up in like normal, like any cubic, like uh, resin plus. Yeah. And I told him like, Hey, this is brittle. And then he told me, he's like, Hey, this broke. And I was like, yeah, I figured it would. I told you it was going to. And, and then, uh, he goes, he goes, okay. And I told him, I was like, look, there's an answer I, I can get. ABS plus resin pro uh, ABS pro resin, but it's just going to be more expensive. And so I got him the ABS pro and I just got it. And that was a bitch to paint to print by the way. Like really? Yeah. Uh, it absolutely sticks to everything. So like you have got to make sure that you have your, uh, uh, your supports. They got to be heavy supports. They've like even on little stuff. And, uh, but anyway, I printed this up for him and it's supposed to be like three, 31% stronger than resin. Oh, than your standard. Yeah. Plus. And uh, he tried to do the same thing that he did with the first like prototype. Yeah. And it didn't break. And I was like, I was nice. like, cool. I was like, excellent. You know, it didn't break. And he's like, he's like, yeah, this is way stronger. He goes, the first time when I stepped on it, he's like, blah, blah. And I was like, wait, it was like, time like, out. I was like, wait, <laughs> you're telling me that like, this like extreme like fulcrum, like you yeah. stepped on it to snap it. He goes, yeah, that's what snapped it the first time. I'm like, well, obviously it snapped. He goes, well, I just want, you know, like quality and all this stuff. I was like, well, like what handmade thing can you just go and step on and like I'm expect not, it to like last? Like I'm not, you know, lathing aluminum for you, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like this is, <laughs> and he goes, oh yeah. I was like, well, either way, like I'm charging him like, 20 cents more a thing so yeah uh it's on him but either way like that abs stuff dude that shit is strong and smelly yeah oh oh really <laughs> yeah man dude that stuff stink uh yes uh and and i'm i'm running now four printers yeah i've got three big printers and one little printer and i was only running it on the little printer for him and the one day i printed all of his stuff my parents came over and they were like it smells like fucking death in this house <laughs> i was like <laughs> and like, and, and that's in a cabinet with a, uh, with a, what air do you purifier? call it? Air purifier in Ooh. there, like circulating everything in the cabinet. Yikes. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the ABS, ABS 
pro resin is okay. Uh, <laughs> it's rough because I, I do hear that people are using the Soraya tech, the Sriracha tech. Yeah, the, the Sriracha. Yeah. And there's like a way you can blend it with different resins and there's like a, an optimal blend of that. Mm -hmm. Somebody showed me one of their, like their Vox, their antennas on a guy's backpack. He just bended it all the way over and it snapped right back into place. Just didn't break, no fuss. And I'm like, that's, that's what I need in my life. In one of the groups, they say that when you get a new bottle of, uh, well, like in your case, like basically they just top off is all they're doing. So like it, it like they say like if you get a bottle of any cubic that's at a thousand yeah and it's got that little bit of air pocket they just take the ABS resin and they top that off to give it the bonding and then they close it shake it and then put it in and okay. that's like the ratio that they're like it's a very small ratio of ABS and like these like they're strunk strunk okay because I've got one where it's a formula by volume. Mm -hmm. And so I'd have to like calculate stuff, but if, if it just works its way out or that's, <laughs> I bet it's going to be very close to that. Cause like, what's the, what's the by volume? Do you think uh, I've got it in my notes somewhere? I don't remember off the top of my head. Was it significant or was it like a, like one bottle per like 10 Sriracha bottles would be, <laughs> would be good. Uh, I think it was just a, uh, uh what's the word? A uh, ratio. Yeah. Is it like one to 10, one to eight. One to 12? 15% uh, to 85% by volume. Oh, yeah. Very close to just topping your resin bottle off, I would imagine. Uh, but, yeah, I've been needing to start ordering those and just playing around with those. Uh, I need to get the Elegoo Jupiter, get acquainted with how <laughs> how I can get that thing to work. <laughs> what? <laughs> just seeing that monstrosity, that giant, that huge, well-made piece of machine bigger than your pc yeah that was a, a monster seeing it in person and then like they, like they open it up and there's like nothing going on <laughs> like it's like brand new untouched it's like I oh mean, my we, god we, we've tasted we tested a few prints out on it but oh y'all just keep that sucker clean then yeah that's the <laughs> idea i mean i certainly hope so right absolutely surely you're not just winging it and just getting resin everywhere and <laughs> I would never run any any kind of sloppy operation like that where I've got my printers just hanging out on the floor, just on the carpet, and I got a UV light so that when I do I accidentally drip some resin on the carpet, I just hit it a little bit so I can just clip that carpet carpet off and not have to worry about it. That'd be that'd be insane. Could you imagine? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So okay, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. That, that was. <laughs> That was like, you know, the first week into the, the big resin, resin printing game. Thankfully, I'm, I'm past that. <laughs> so it's been a glow up, honestly. You're doing great. You're doing great. Uh, that's what they tell me. So you've been doing a lot of printing with, you've been doing a lot of commissions. Anything crazy? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, nothing. Just a few terrain pieces for like ZM style stuff. And that's what I'm trying to get working on the Jupiter so that I'm printing more stuff. At oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. just that just cuts down on my number of print beds, which is the easiest way to get more stuff done. Mm -hmm. uh, and that just upgrade kits for different units, just cool swords, cool shoulder pads. That's easily my favorite thing about this age of Warhammer right now. Oh yeah, because like I'm a big like, like yes, I could go print like a Demos pattern, whatever I wanted. And then just not, not worry about it, right? Sorry, James Workshop, but that's just the truth. Like, you can do that. That 
breaking but, news. That's a thing people can do. But like, I still would like, I still support, you know, the game company that makes the rules. I just love that. I can take this base, like Mark six Marine, and then just like give him different shoulder pads and different helmets and, you oh, know, yeah. different, you know, weapons upgrade, just like everything. And I can just like make it in my house. Like as soon as I see something cool, it's like, Hey, I want that on the way. Right. Yep. I just easily my favorite thing. Just boot up the old Star Trek replicator. Yeah. <laughs> one one filigree helmet, please. <laughs> Bing boom. Yeah. There we go. So that's cool, man. That sounds fun. Yeah, it, it's been a week. Yeah. No, definitely. I'm but, trying to think if there's anything I'm forgetting. I think that's about it. Yeah. What about you? What are you been working on? Everything. Uh, so, I, see, I see that. There's a lot of stuff going on over here. Yeah. So, so definitely have been, uh, uh, we went to the Super Bowl party and I got a Warlord Titan out of it after this last recording. So that's what's happened. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I picked up a Warlord Titan Titanicus style. Yes. Immediately. Everybody's like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> so, hey, these are cool. This is a cool little guy. So, yeah, so I have been eyeballing Titanicus for a minute now, especially, and by the way, I finished Mortis, so you're not going to hear a lot about it this episode, but I'm going to get it out of the way that Ignatum, you know. Okay, I was uh, just about to bring that up. It's like, oh, yeah, he got into Titanicus. He's he'd been reading this book called Mortis. You yeah, should check it out. Yeah, I finished. I'm on, uh, I went back to Titan Death, and uh, I'm going to read Warlord next again, uh, the 40K version. But anyway. Okay. Uh, anyway, so, like, I got this uh, Warlord Titan, uh, the plastic Titanicus kit. Yeah. Uh, immediately went to go find it ahead and just, just do the, like everybody, like it's so annoying to figure like all the different, like, Oh, this fits like, cause you have to be like, it's like, Oh, that's a cool head. I love it. And they're like, Oh, this is a 28 millimeter version. It's like, Oh shit. Okay. And then you're like, Oh, here's a cool head. Like, oh, that's a six millimeter Titanicus for the uh, epic. epic version. You're like, okay, where can I just get that head in Titanicus version. I'm like, oh, we'll just scale it up. So I don't know how big a, a head is. Like, I didn't have the model printed and all that. Anyway. Because, like... That's, looked, that's how they're combating 3D printing. Just release four different scales. Yeah, just confuse you. <laughs> yeah, and then they, like... They just change it up, right? So, anyway. So, I went Ignatum. And I, like, looked at, like, uh, some YouTube videos on, like, what Ignatum's good at. And, like, I guess, like, Ignatum's kind of like the Imperial Fist of, like the Titanicus game just about. Yeah. But, but only when you're up close, they're just like really good at like shooting you in the face up close. It seems like they, they hate traitors. They they do. They love getting up close and taking down traitors. Okay. So like that was like a big thing where I was like, Oh cool. Uh, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and put on, uh, this blaster this uh gatling gatling blaster macro gatling blaster let me put on this macro gatling blaster on this bad boy and a uh plasma sun fury plasma sun fury plasma annihilator on him as well well those don't come in the kit those definitely aren't anywhere to be found in the the kit macro gatling blaster is a resin upgrade you can buy and i think this one came with the dual bellicosas instead of the plasmas cool man well uh yeah so like it was the Gatling blaster so he can just, you know, roll up on you sideways and like, you know, yeah, put his piece up. And then the the plasma, which is a lot less exciting and just seemed cool. And then uh, uh cool. Gatling guns on the top. 
right? That's another okay. option? Yeah. Yeah, so the, I was going to do so the Gatling they're... guns up top, which that doesn't come in the kit. You get missiles. Nope. So anyway, obviously, it's uh, now it's, you know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've got the Warlord. It's in plastic. Well, let me go ahead and just go ahead. Sans and, weapons at the moment. Let me go ahead and just go ahead and upgrade him uh, from Montalongo workshop, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but the problem is, once again, 28 millimeter, six millimeter, eight millimeter, you know, I've got to go find the eight millimeter stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it's, it's, it's playing games at this point because it's like, yeah, Oh, this isn't it. scaled for Titanicus, but this is the closest looking model we have to it. Good luck. And it's like, Oh, now I've got to go print this. Hope it works. Hope it doesn't fail on its supports or something like that. Go get it, fit it. If it doesn't fit, I got to guesstimate how much I need to scale it up. It's a not, it's nonsense. But anyway, uh, yes, that is the, like I had the Gatling blaster, just the barrels printed, but the back part didn't print. It failed. Mm. And then once that happens, I just like, you're just done with it's it. It's like, I don't even want it anymore. I'm not, I'm just going to go put on bellicosa. You failed me for the last time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, you know what? I don't know if I did something wrong or if there's something wrong with the print. I'm just never printing that again. Sure. <laughs> clearly this is just meant, meant, never meant to happen. <laughs> it's like, you know what? This is on me. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is what I get for wanting things. So that all being said, yeah. if you could describe to the audience what my warlord looks like right now. So it is a, it is a stride one foot forward, a powerful mid stride. I think you pose this thing wonderfully. I don't know if any of you out there, anybody who's never messed with the Titanicus kits, they have exactly the same amount of posability as the 28 millimeter warlord with the exception of like the toes. The, the foot is just one piece. Aside from that, every other joint articulates exactly like the 28 millimeter model. Yes. So the, the posing on this one is already, you did a good job. Jake put this together, but thank you. Well, send Jake my regards. He did a good job. <laughs> I'll let him know. Uh, the paint job is fantastic. I'm, I'm big, big into it. It's the, the Mechanicum red with gold trim, and it's got several accent panels with the uh, black and yellow hazard stripes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's it missing? It's missing a lot. Uh, it, does, it ain't got no head. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, it ain't got no arms. No, it doesn't. And it ain't got no shoulder guns. Exactly. That's where I'm at right now. Like, I got it all this painted. <laughs> we're good. I was trying to beat around the bush a little bit, you know. Just yeah. Kinda, yeah, we're missing we're missing all the all the it, good stuff. This uh, is not a playable model. This is a <laughs> this is a it's a fully painted, like ready to go warlord with no weapons or head. Because I mean, because I can't figure out he's, he's a special little boy. <laughs> can't find a god dang gatling <laughs> plasma blaster <laughs> macaroid nonsense to put on my warlord yeah you got no james mcavoy to put on him there's not a single freaking beast to put on this man so and i know very little about the titanicus meta me either i i would i don't even know what's a good loadout for the warlord i don't either but i know that i just can't take a warlord by himself and just run him around so uh i'm gonna need more titanicus pieces so that's a yeah supposed to be a couple reavers in as well and some warhounds and all that jazz that i gotta get that sounds like a maniple uh after like what was cool is like inside the discord i was posting some of my work in progress pictures and uh one of our crusader hosts let me see who it was actually had mentioned that he had painted up the uh the same because he was painting Nottam as well. Here we go. It was Trooper Mike. And he actually found 
Oh, uh, yeah, stencils for the, the hexagons. Yeah, apparently from Anarchy Models, you can do the honeycomb, and they also have the zigzag hazard stripes, which I figured somebody out there did the zigzag hazard stripes. I just couldn't figure out who, but those things are hot, dude. Oh, like the lightning bolt style? Yeah, which it looked like is impossible otherwise, right? Like You need a stencil for that, yeah. Yeah, nobody's painting hand-painted zigzag hazard stripes. And if you are, you're you're a different breed that you're probably... You're a bigger man than me. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely. You're a good guy. So those are his ignatum stuff. By the way, look at that shield on the reaver. Yeah, that's that. That reaver. I don't even know if that's a legit loadout. I'm sure it isn't, but looks cool. I'm not kicking it off the table. It looks badass. The the question is, what you going to do about it? It's got a. It looks like a crozius too. It's got a giant reaver battle hammer. Which more importantly, it's like, what is that like? Well, so Titanicus does have a lot of upgrades that you can take on Titans where you might be able to like add add armor to a certain location or get better stabilizers or better locomotors. So yes. it might be reflecting some war gear he's got for that Reaver or a stratagem he com- commonly uses on it. Mm, 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 mm. I love that Warmaster back there, though. Oh, yeah, just hanging out. Just hanging out. It's pretty cool. But anyway, I'm at like the very beginning of Adeptus Titanicus stuff. Um, I did, I have seen like half a game, like I've watched battle reports and all that stuff. So I see it's like, I'm like, a lot. I like the game. It's very battle techy. Yeah. It's like a rip off of battle tech. If I could say that, but you can, uh, loud. but it's, it's a rip off of battle tech in the universe that I enjoy. So I'm cool with it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's not exactly like battle tech. They, they do take some, I guess, conventions from it. Because you look at the command terminal, and if you've ever been around Battletech, it's like, okay, yeah, I kind of see the Battletech here. Yeah. But there's also the, the squadron stuff you can do in it. Uh, is Battletech... Yeah, Battletech's alternating activations as well. Yep. Wait, I'm Honestly, I really like alternating activations. It, it just adds interaction. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Dust. But, yeah. <laughs> oh. No, I'm a huge fan of alternating activations as well. So, but no, I've been working on that, dude. That was a, uh, that kept me busy kind of during the week. It was kind of nice to like, just keep like painting it, hitting it hard. I actually, uh, Jake, once again, Jake is my assembler. Uh, Jake assembled the full like skeleton interior. Mm-hmm. And then I just hit that with the old, good old fashioned uh, bolt gun metal spray your, can. Your metallic of choice. Yeah, rattle can. And then I actually painted all of the armor plates on the sprue. That's what's up. And then cut them off. And so like what was cool is because like where you cut them off is like the trim. So I can just go back over on all those spots and just hit it with gold. Yeah, stuff that you're repainting anyway. Yeah, so but it's a clever way to do it. I like that. Yeah, and then, you know, it was a good time. I was uh, I had a good time painting it, so I was, I was really happy like with the way it came out. I just need weapons for it now. I just need weapons and a head for it because I don't like the OG head. I yeah, have. the the Mars beta pattern. Yeah, I like. It doesn't look like Trooper Mike has any of the heads that I like, but it's that long boy, that long face, the one with the four oh, lines going down. Yeah, yeah. The I think this is the Mars Alpha. Maybe where it's got the, the two segments and it kind of has a grill going down the middle a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it looks like a sad horse. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, that's my favorite one. It just looks cool to me. So. I I don't remember if that one was in the other kit they did with the plasma or if that was, like, a resin upgrade they did or if they just never put it on. 
I want to get to the point where like, because uh, I can't envision how this warlord is going to play. Because like I can't like I, th- I think of like a warlord and I think of like uh like what I know from like the fluff and all like you know like when you get like a freaking like a new unit for horse heresy and you're just like man I can't wait like I got a couple Scorpius in so I was like I can't wait for them to just do 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 like I, and like you have like a realistic example of what they're gonna do to the enemy and it turns out they are good at something that is not that yeah yeah well that is uh, I have no idea what a warlord is supposed to be good at I just can like so. I don't have a good reference. It's just like a cool desk piece right now. Not so much a good play piece. In my experience, they're really good at running up and exploding. <laughs> oh, but that yeah. might just be some issues I have playing Titanicus. Yeah. And then, uh, um, I would like some more hounds. I want some, some fast as shit. Warhounds. Oh yeah. Are they fast in Titanicus? They're pretty quick. They're a lot. The, the difference in speed between the Titans is a lot more tangible at that scale. I'm going to go back to a Mortis story real quick. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. So remember I told you that, you know, there's like this scene in the book where like they're holding them back and they're waiting for the command to go hunt. Yeah. And then like they're straining against the ability to go. So I, I believe, yeah, is, is it, is it James French that writes? Yeah. James French, John French, John French he writes Mortis, right? I, I it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. Sorry. If I'm wrong, somebody's yelling, but anyway, uh, uh, one of the big things in there, I guess he really loves Warhounds. And like he like in his mind, his cannon Warhounds are like these super, super flexible uh, and super nimble and quick Titans. Right. Yeah. Because Warhounds are cool. Okay. And I feel like that's like he had some say so in Horus Heresy 2.0 because I don't know if you saw that Warhounds are fast now. Oh, they're crazy fast. Yeah. So like they can move 60 inches a turn or something like that. Right? 60? Because they can move 30 on their own. And then with their fast movement, they can move double, so that'd be 60. What? Yeah, it's crazy. These things can fly in the battlefield. In the game, in Horus Heresy 2.0. So I don't know what they can do in Titanicus, but whoever... They move like 12 inches if you push their their locomotors. Yeah, okay. So And then if you do the full stride order, then they can move again instead of shooting. Okay, so like in the book, I told you about that scene where they're holding back against each other. Well, there's another scene in the book where there's some knights and they're supposed to have like pulled out from the, from the battle. Like they're supposed to be the bait and then they're supposed to lure the enemy Titans forward so that the, uh, uh, Leo Solaria can attack. Right. Yeah. And they're not pulling back. And so they're like staying there because, uh, one of them gets hot headed. One of the knights, the castigator knights gets hot headed and always the castigator over a sand dune comes two Warhound Titans that have leapt the sand dune and are basically like mid-air flying. Like they've jumped over this giant sand dune and can't see the knights. And like mid-air, one of them tries to like move himself, like position, and like lands on the knight and accidentally crushes the knight. I'm just picturing like, like a Michael Bay Transformer scene right now. Yeah, like and like breaks his ankle and all that stuff. Sorry, spoilers. One of the Warhounds from Legio Solera fucks his ankle up. But like, <laughs> like they come flying like just like dirt bike style over these dunes, <laughs> like, like just <laughs> like, so, so with that image in my head, that's what warhounds do now. That's the new, like, can't like, I knew warhounds were cool, like, but I couldn't imagine them being that fast until that book. And now when I play Titanicus, like I'm in Titanicus mode, that's what I want my warhounds to do. I want my warhounds to be like fast as shit. I mean, yeah. So if you do have warhounds that just, 
go completely flat out. 24 inches is enough to get you out of most things arcs of fire. And like even in the game in Horse Heresy 2.0, I feel like like a can you ram or I guess can you if you cuz I know you can't shoot when you flat out with a fast vehicle. Yeah. But can I just like run and go stomp somebody and in my head cannon could it be in like a run they, and jump to they to land have on. to snap shoot if they move flat out. Oh that's yeah, no, the, I don't yeah, I don't that's care. That's the only penalty to moving flat out. So they can flat out and still charge. So like with the sole intention to go stomp the enemy line is what I want to do with yeah, the Warhound. They now. can move their 15 and they can flat out for the 30. Oh, so they're 15 not 30. Yeah. Okay. The, the 30 was their top speed. Okay. That okay. That's And fair. then they can charge. And because they're movement 15, they get like plus three to their charge distance. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was another thing that uh, came up. A lot of people skimmed over the fact that you get a bonus to your charge based on your, your movement. Your movement speed, yeah. yeah. Which I think that still affects vehicles. Dang. So they could potentially, yeah, so it's a potential. It doesn't add to their maximum charge distance. It just makes them more likely to hit it. So they can't declare a 13-inch charge despite mm. being able to get a 13 with that bonus. Lame. So, yeah, but anyway. So, yeah, I want to get a Warhound just to, like, haul ass now. Yeah, uh, I know knights can do something similar where if you've got a banner of knights on your warlord's ass just punching it in the butt, it's a problem to deal with. Okay, that's something I didn't have to... Oh, that's what I got all the Gatling blasters for. Is to, <laughs> to, well, they only work in your front arc, so don't let knights get behind you. Well, you know what? I will not let that happen. I No promises, though, because I don't even know how to play the game yet. So No, I like Titanicus. I need to play more Titanicus. Yeah, I I will definitely be getting into Titanicus more. I need more I need more Titans. I don't have the models. We all need more Titans. That's a that's a <laughs> big deal. I do not have I have a single Titan and he's not even ready to play. So, that's an issue. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, I've been working on Titanicus, right? Um there is a like kind of underground event that we've been working on like fluff and stuff like that. And, and, and honestly, like when I say this, like I'm not announcing it to the world or anything, there's cool stuff coming, but there's, it's kind of one of those things where, um, every event that we've run, like stiff one, two heresy camp, everything like that. It takes months and months of planning, especially like missions and fluff and like things like that. Oh yeah. And so this time around, like, it's like, okay, Hey, we might, possibly want to do an event this year sometime way later on the year if not next year so let's start getting like the missions in place and all that stuff and yeah let's just figure out what we can do this far out and just start cranking it and because we have a hella great crew right everybody kind of has a job like you know we have the like the fluff rider and stuff like that and so the fluffer the fluffer and uh you know like prize support and all stuff but like one of the newest things that is kind of my favorite part of this whole, you know, planning for a possible future event is this like, cause we never had it before. Like it was not something that when, when we were playing a few years ago, the whole like 3d printing aspect of it at this level. Right. Oh yeah. Especially with the availability of like STLs and stuff like that. That opens up so much stuff you can do. Yeah. So like, one of the biggest things that like we've kind of been working with and it's kind of been moving around like ideas that have been being explored. Yeah, it, it definitely are. The event that we were looking at is going to be mechanicum heavy, 
we have the fluff involved and so it's going to be mechanicum heavy and so just kind of wading through some of the like the mechanicum stls and like what's possible because there's like a bunch of like like one of the big guys like Saul white studios s-o-l-w-y-t-e Saul white studios he's the one that does like the chaos reaver and all that jazz is that the link that you posted up earlier? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so like that guy does He's got a lot of crazy stuff. Insane Mechanicum stuff. Like just insane. Like like esoteric like dark Mechanicum stuff that like Yeah, just like this weird cross between like Warhammer, Star Wars and like Matrix. And, and it's kind of stuff just it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like like I don't want to go to a table with like a bunch of like esoteric, like, Oh, this is this, this is this, you don't this have is to, this. Yeah. You don't have to explain all your proxies to your opponent. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not about that. Like I, I hate making the game difficult for people like that, but like if it's a, like a mission, right? If it's a mission and I say, this is this NPC and these are his stats. Like you don't really question it. Cause like yeah. it's, it's bespoke. It's yeah. Point. It's part of the mission. It's part of the narrative, things like that. So there's like a whole bunch of room now to like, you know, like we, we have like, we have like in, in our case, what we're doing is we have a large, uh, word document, a Google docs, and then everybody just logs in and puts their ideas. We have like a list of missions. We want to flesh out what the, uh, uh, what the actual uh, mission should be, what the uh, on the table, what the table should look like, and we just kind of like slowly as the months progress, we're gonna flesh this out. And you know, if like we need like let's say thirty civilians on a table, or we need like you know some big baddie on a table in addition to people playing on the table, like being able to just like okay, cool, this is the guy you want. All right, cool, it's printed up. Who's gonna paint it? You know, yeah. Being able to do that now is like my my jam dude so like and it's it's kind of one of the one of the cool things about it is like you can you can go and you could say like hey look at this model can you work this into the narrative right yeah and it's like yeah you can okay well cool it's only like four bucks i'm gonna buy it and pick it up i'm gonna print one out like so there's a lot of stuff that's like been event planning like that and then uh I, man dude one of the biggest things that kind of trip me up and I think that's kind of going to need a little bit more exploring, but definitely something that, um, I don't know. I don't think it's been fully utilized yet, but I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be AI, <laughs> uh, like mid journey kind of AI image generation and stuff like that. Yeah, because I know you posted up in the Discord that you've been playing around with different AI image generation just for, like, jumping off points for ideas of stuff, right? So, I probably, I posted in the Discord last night, and it was probably, I would say, like, my mom came over yesterday because we were messing with the cricket. It was probably from, like, 5 o'clock when I started messing with the AI stuff, and then I think I went to bed at, like, 2 a.m., with mid journey. That's how much I was playing with that AI last Damn. night. And like, it is like, there is so much involved in that. Like you can make so much happen. Like there's like a lot of like playing around with it as far as like making like random images, like, you know, Jurassic park and studio Ghibli style, like breaking bad and studio Ghibli style and like hyper realistic 1982 movie, you know, 
Jurassic Park, like oh, I, yeah. just all sorts of like stupid stuff we were just playing with last night. Cats in space, like cats. <laughs> uh, like I think one of them was like a cat sleep on a console of a spaceship that's traveling through the galaxy, and like it's like, and it's it's crazy. Like you can put give it all of these different prompts, all of these different styles you want the picture done in. You can give it like I want hyper realistic, I want super realistic, I want chibi style, I want a cute style, like. And you just ha- like give it all these prompts and it's going to give you the best idea of what it can find out for you. It, it, it'll do its best. And when you're looking for like, in the case of like, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about doing this event that's like real dark mechanicum heavy. So you just do like grim dark, like servitor and all this stuff. And it like old man doing work and all this stuff. And you give it all these prompts and it gives you like four examples of like, Hey, which one matches what you were thinking about? And you're just like, well, that one's cool. And then it goes, okay, cool. You want me to, I'm going to make four variants of this. And it's going to give you four variants of like kind of similar styles to that. And then you go, okay, this is the one I actually like. Go ahead and dedicate some time to this one. And then it like fixes it and like makes it like high res and all this jazz. And so like you just like get in there and you're like, man, I need a picture for a, like an NPC. That's like, like I did one today of an old man in a, a futuristic uh, city that's destroyed, right? And like, I wanted him to be in the middle of the street, so I put him in the middle of the street. I wanted it super realistic. I wanted it grim dark. I wanted him to have futuristic clothing. And so, like, I add like all these things that I had today because it was like, man, like if I could just give somebody a picture, it's like, hey, you have a, you have a mission. It's in the city and all this stuff. And then if I could give you a helicopter view of the city, or I can give you a helicopter view of this table I'm looking at, right? Oh yeah then you can say, wow, this is like, I'm in it now. Right. I am part of this narrative now. And so, yeah. If you just need a bunch of just assets. Yes. And you don't necessarily, and it's not going to be feasible to like commission this much, this many assets just for like a mission. Exactly. Like if you're going to commission an artist to do stuff for you, you're going to focus more on like your logo, focus on, the, the big pieces, not so much the granular, hey, we need a picture of this guy for this mission. Exactly, yeah. It's like, I need an NPC for this mission, but I'm not going to go to Fiverr, and I'm not going to hire a commission artist and give him a proof, and he's going to have to give me this. Yeah. Unfortunately, but, sorry, artist, but like... <laughs> well, I'm, 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 like I said, I'm not saying that you're just taking food out of an artist's mouth, but you like the artist you commission for your event assets, the assets they're working on are not the, like, hyper specific this for this mission for this table. Exactly. So there, there was not people working on that level of detail for an event. So because that is the conversation, right? Of the AI generated <laughs> art versus actually commissioning an artist. Yeah. So, so one of the things I will say, and, and one of the problems I ran into is AI generated art right now, as it stands is I mean it's great it's like insanely good at general things yeah so I can say or or things that are popular so I can say like Iron Man Studio Ghibli style and it will throw that out to me without a problem because both of those are very very popular things there's probably millions of images of Iron Man on the internet there's probably hundreds of thousands of Studio Ghibli style pictures out there that's just how it works but if I say a Warhammer 40k Space Marine, 
it's like, I don't know what the fuck that is. Here's a dreadnought. It's like, well, here's a bunch of space marine stuff. Here's a bunch of things tagged Warhammer 40,000. Yes. It does not know. Yeah. And I haven't, and and, and one of the things I will say, and for everybody listening, especially if we're like, you know, if you're not the computer tech savvy guy and you're thinking to yourself like, what the hell are these guys talking about? One of the biggest things that is one of the biggest drivers in this like AI prompt driven world is the is the actual formulation of the prompt you're feeding this AI. Like the deeper that your prompt goes, like so if I say Warhammer forty thousand Space Marine in you know, grim dark style, 4K, blah blah blah, and at the end I put in a road. The, at if it's at the end, it's going to get that's the least value it's going to give it. Anything at the beginning gives the most values, so it builds up this prompt based on what it thinks that you have the most value in it, and like it, like you. There's different prompts out there and different ways that you can limit it to say like, hey, not a dreadnought, <laughs> and <laughs> don't look at this. And it's like, like your search engine. The, the more you know how to use it, the more specific results you can find with it. Yeah, and that's a huge thing right now that I think is going to be like, because I'm I'm learning right now, and like I'm stealing other people's prompts. Like I see what they're typing. Like I mean, it's it's it's, it's tantamount to plagiarism. <laughs> it's a it's a Discord. So like, uh, you join this Discord group. Like if you're curious about doing this, all it is is you just join the uh, the. Uh, 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 why did I forget the name of it? Midjourney? Yeah, you join the Midjourney Discord. Just go to midjourney.com, midjourney.ai. There's a Discord you'll join. You join the Discord, and then you just use the newcomers. You put, you know, forward slash imagine, and then you type in what you want it to imagine. You know, you like Space Marine wearing a chicken helmet. You know, you can do whatever you want, and it will figure that out, give you the best thing. And so... It's it's free until like so many like hundred of them, which I blew past. Like one night, I guarantee you're gonna <laughs> blow past that. And then it's like ten dollars a month for like the basic package. Yeah, they do have ways that you can support them. Yes. and there's different packages. I signed up, dude. I'm full in. Like I've been playing with this all day. It's a neat tool. I do understand a lot of the criticisms coming out of it as a medium. Oh yeah, but at the same time. I don't think we're doing anything with these that warrants a copyright lawyer. No, absolutely not. Because the the issue does become, okay, well, these are sourcing thousands of reference images and these databases of reference images, not all of them are things that they have a license to use as reference. So there's a lot of artists whose work is, has is just in these databases without their consent. And yeah, that super sucks. But at the same time, I, I need a picture of Iron Man in Studio Ghibli style with cat ears. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to let a real person know that I need that. Yeah. Dude, you should see some of the stuff that rolls through there. It's wild. There's some pretty wild problems yeah, people are throwing in there. Because it's an open Discord channel, you just see what everybody posts. Yeah, you see what everybody's working on. I mean, there's some freaky stuff in there. But, you know, you just pay attention to your own work. Just <laughs> keep your head down. Don't put your address in there. <laughs> be all right. So, but that, that's one of the big things. Like, and one of the things that's like, you know, cause my idea was let me use it. Like I went in with like optimistic as shit. Right. So I go in there thinking to myself, I'm going to type in, you know, Warhammer 40 K hyper realistic 4 K 19 
demos predators shooting at 15 Lehman Russes. By the way, it doesn't know that like it, <laughs> like, it doesn't know which one's the predator. It doesn't know if you're talking about Lehman Russ, the guy or Lehman Russ, the tank. So it, it gives know you, if you're talking about predator, the tank or predator, the alien species. Yeah. So it gives you like a, a, a jacked up amalgamation of like Lehman Russ in a, in a tank form. It's very, look, I'll, look, I'll show you. No, no, no that, that's Lehman Russ in a tank top. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm going to oh, get this going for you. This out live. I'm just going to type in, imagine Lehman Russ and it'll, it'll do a thing. Okay. So, so we'll, we'll let, we'll update y'all when that comes back. But yeah, so it's not really a, uh, cause that, that has to cook. Yeah. It's got to cook. So, uh, um, it's not, it doesn't know. Like you have to like, you have to basically give it all the information of what not to do, what not to look up, what to look up, what style you want it, everything like that. Um, and then even then, like I got really good with a prompt. I was like Warhammer 40 K Dawn of War, the space Marine, ultramarine, blah, blah. Even when I was, you know, deep in there, I did like, I think my, I had this huge long prompt. Actually, you know what? I have the prompt right here. It is, uh, yeah, here we go. An ultramarine space terminator from the game Warhammer 40,000 photorealistic cinematic composition, cinematic high detail, ultra realistic. And then like at the end I put uh, from the 1982 movie space Marine and I did a uh, set picture and that's where I was getting all those ultramarine pictures where it looks like a picture of like, yeah, like concept art you would see for a production level. Okay, that's not bad. So, so what came back is from the the Lehman Russ prompt is some metal slug looking tanks. I think they they got you know, and that looks like actual like of of what it envisions a Lehman Russ would look like a person named Lehman Russ. So it's not it. It looks like a dollar store version of what you put in. <laughs> like like we've got some. It looks like a cross between a BattleTech tank. A metal slug tank with a little bit of Warhammer inspiration. And that one looks on like, like Wally. Yeah, that one. That one do look like Wally though. It, it it's like the treads are separate and it's like up a little bit. What's your favorite? Oh, that's a tough call. I I do like Wally just because it's got the the dude next to it with like a jacket with the fur collar and it's like that. That looks like a Lehman Russ, right? Okay. So now that we have the pictures, right? So now I'm gonna go ahead and I want. I want it to work on variant four. I'm not ready. Uh, you would be to upscale it. It's like, hey, I'm ex- exactly happy with this. Go ahead and upscale it and make it better. That's the final version, right? Okay. So instead, I, I told it, hey, V4, I'm interested in version four. So it's going to iterate on that. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm in the right ballpark, right? And so here's the variants, right? So now this dude's got like a bionic eye. Ooh. Wally's got less guns. It's got a, a chainsaw on this one, looks like. This one actually looks like more like Wally now. That's what's up. So, yeah, you can keep varying it until like it it gets better and better, and then you just keep upscaling it till it looks better and better, and you know. But it's a uh, it definitely doesn't know what a Lehman Russ looks like. It no. doesn't it doesn't know that you need like the Lehman Russ style tank, right? Yeah, they, it doesn't know what a Lehman Russ actually is. It's just gonna go, hey, all of these pictures have metal and treads, so. So here's pictures I have that are tagged to Lehman Russ. Let me pull some elements that I find in common in those pictures. Yeah, here's a guy with a white fur for some reason. Like, like yeah, yeah. It, it did rec- it recognize that Lehman Russ is primarily a tank. Yes. Like the most common results for Lehman Russ is the tank. I'm going to type in Imagine Space Wolf from Warhammer 40K. 
So anyway, so last night you, I, I definitely uh, was getting like eighties, eighties uh, set photos from the movie night from the nineteen eighty two movie Space Marine, which never existed, but. Like, that is what I was the, putting in the prompt. The algorithm doesn't have to know that. Yeah, I was doing, like, heavy film grain, all that jazz. So it could look like there was a movie. So I did that last night. And, like, those Space Marines were cool, but definitely not Space Marines, right? Yeah, they, they're not a recognizable pattern of power armor. They, they do have some common features, like the face grill, the giant shoulder pads. Some of them had a psychic hood-looking thing coming up from the back. Oh, my. Oh, you know, you met no, no. We've we've gone too far. <laughs> we went straight into furry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how how naive were we that we thought it wasn't going to be this. He's in gray though. That's good. That that is the correct color. But the that one's a Star Fox. That one is Star Fox. That yeah. one is a Star Fox for sure. Wow, I can't. Okay, well, purge the computer. Just go ahead and. But anyway, so yeah, so like a lot of the same, like a lot of the same designs and stuff like that. Like some of the aspects you would expect to see, like the big shoulder pads, the face grills, stuff like that. It, it showed up in the oh, pictures, okay. yeah. but it's not definably a space Marine. Yeah. Here's when you put up DVD screen grab from the 1982 movie Warhammer 40 K space Marines. Yeah. And it, it kind of looks like judge dread with like a giant Eagle coming off the top of the helmet, but in the right color blue with gold trim and stuff like and, that. And it's like, 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 thematically like oh the, yeah that's a that's when i typed in a space uh angel sanguineous all that jazz <laughs> and okay it knew to do them in gold armor yeah. and like new but they, they look like uh roman soldiers with wings futuristic roman soldiers with wings yeah like it looks like like the tone i think is incredible like like uh-huh. Super spot on as far as the tone goes. Very much. Uh, uh, what was that movie? Man, dude, Zach's freaking out right now. Uh, <laughs> Demolition Man. Not Demolition Man. The uh, the one with those dudes, those the the angel wings. Uh, oh man, I can't really, I can't remember. The dudes this. with the angel wings. Yeah, uh, it's all right. It was like some superhero, Flash Gordon, the Flash Gordon movie. It looks oh, like okay. a Flash Gordon angel. Yeah. So, but either way. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been, I've been playing with that. Like there's a lot, like I got to figure out these prompt stuff. I'm hoping that I can actually like hire somebody on Fiverr to make me a prompt. Cause there's like now services where somebody be like, I will figure out what prompt you need to so just type in this yeah. paragraph long prompt and it will get you something that actually looks like a, that, you yeah. know, like a horse heresy model or a Warhammer 40 K model. Yeah. That that's. That's one of those modern jobs. Yeah. yeah. Dude, people, that's a real thing. This is, this is a prompt prompt artist prompt sculptor that's what they are they're real that's 100 percent. like people that write like this i didn't write all this i didn't no, i didn't that, write that's a paragraph i didn't write screen space global illumination ray tracing global illumination no that's what i jacked from the other people <laughs> and i'm like that looks cool that's a cool picture of ant-man let me go and put that but i'm gonna put a warhammer so, front. so you can see based on the the prompts like this guy does this for a living i'm gonna pay attention to what he puts in what he gets out yeah this guy has this is the 15th mario rendition that i've seen so Look at that cutie. Those little robots holding signs. Yeah. So I think there's a there's definitely a uh, there's definitely something behind that. I think we're just camp the Discord and wait for somebody to like do a prompt and then something cool comes up and then steal it because they don't own it. The, That's what happened the, to me. AI made it. It happened to me earlier. Oh really? I was trying to dial in the prompt to have a, and I think the prompt was a Warhound Titan from Adeptus Titanicus from War. Uh, 
from Warhammer 40k bipedal like that you had like you had to type in a bunch of stuff yeah. and like I got what looked like a Warhound Titan and so you see how like all this stuff like it just keeps rolling and yeah. you have the ability to ask for variants of like stuff that other people so are doing somebody else is coming in and trying to iterate on your yeah your people were starting to iterate on my prompt and then I was like what so there's other there's other people in this discord who and, are and then you just at that point put your hands up sit back and just watch yeah just you know I've, I've gifted this prompt to you all so we're gonna get to the point where there's going to be like some golden like warhammer 40k prompt or like warhammer horse heresy prompt (laughs) that just type this in you're gonna get dudes that look like horse heresy like people and you're gonna be able i want these guys like kissing on the battlefield and it's gonna give you that (laughs) and that's what i'm looking for and that way i can open up a a special like patreon for For AI-generated uh, special art of horse heresy. <laughs> dudes, dudes on the battlefield just kissing. <laughs> as soon as that happens, that's going to be the first thing I'm going to do. You wait. Oh, God. Those, are, those guys are holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I've been, like, I'm, I'm super excited about that. Uh, we've been working on, like, some of the fluff and things like that, like, if you if you have any questions about mid journey or you have any questions on like how to use this AI stuff, uh, hop in the Radio Frist on Discord and just ask me, and I will give you the like the. There's a YouTube video I followed, but I also uh, I bought a prompt, but it was for Studio Ghibli stuff because I wanted like Space Marines and like eighty style anime. Okay, you just want to see like. I want to see what could happen, but put, put this AI through the through the stress test. Yeah, but I was way over my head on that one, so I made a lot of like better known stuff, like Buzz Lightyear in Studio Ghibli style, like Jurassic Park Studio Ghibli style. Like, okay, I made like a lot of fun stuff, like Breaking Bad Studio Ghibli, but not like you know, I couldn't get Warhammer in Studio Ghibli style. I don't think I could. I'll try again while we're talking, but anyway, that's what that's what I was working on last night. Yeah, right. Um. I have been printing a lot of uh, Terminators. I found out that I can also like print some some other stuff, some like tanks that I'm interested in right now. Nice. There's a 26 list Predator, or 26 Predator list that I want to do at some oh, point. Oh, hell. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm very curious about it, it. And I've got six Predators right now, but there's always room for more. I think, I think at some point that's going to happen. So twenty six is that taking them as troops for armored breakthrough, or armored spearhead, and then still taking them as heavy support? Yeah, and yeah. just it's one one HQ predator tank. It's, uh, it's nine troop choices predators, and then it's uh, three six seven uh, seven heavy support choice predators. Okay, and yeah. they're running them in squadrons of two, three, three. Yeah. Okay. So squadron of three. It's like twenty six predators altogether is what you can get in three thousand points. Bare bones, no dozer blades, just straight up predator cannon heavy bolters. It's well, like at, at that point you're kind of hoping they get immobilized so it's a different unit. Yeah. So like it's like a hundred and eight shots, uh, hundred and eight shots, strength eight AP four with rending, and two hundred and eight or two hundred sixteen shots of strength five AP four. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good, good job. <laughs> oh, thanks. This is fun for everybody. 
but I just wanted to paint a bunch of predators. I'm I'm doing I'm doing fine for where I'm at right now. Yeah, I, I think 26 is a bit much outside of APOC. Hey man, because that that how many what kind of list is that? Three thousand. It's a three thousand point list. Jesus, a good one. Armor breakthrough, baby. What? And some of that, some of them, like a third of them, might fall off because of fell blades going in there. But unlikely. I want to try this full tank list. Sure. <laughs> yeah, show up to an event with that, and you know, see who wants to go grab dinner with you after after the first couple <laughs> rounds. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know, pair me against that dirty night lord list. I'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, go and pin me. <laughs> So, but yeah, no, I was, I've been looking at that. Uh, I mean, other than that, uh, kind of last thing is obviously the stickers. We mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast that we, uh, uh, we had like, I, I commissioned an artist to get these, uh, a Leviathan made. I had him made the saber. Yeah, I'm Adam made a war master Titan. It started with the saber after the story of the bravest little saber from Thanksgiving. Yep. And from there it's like, well, what else can this guy do? And I wanted stuff that was like absolutely Horace heresy. So immediately the Leviathan was a good oh, choice. Yeah. And then yeah, like the Leviathan stickers came out dope. And then I started reading Mortis. I was like, man, war masters are cool as hell. So Let's let me go and just get my own war master. Made. Not a war master. So, I went to this company called like Sticky or something like that and actually got a bunch of these stickers made. And uh, my mom told me, she's like, hey, um, my mom makes bad drills, right? Yeah. And so uh, it's kind of where I get my like creative stuff. It's like just get it done instead of like, you know, like I just get stuff done, like figure out how to make it myself. Just, just do it. It's from my mom. My mom does, like is a big, the big, uh, Big reason behind that. So my mom makes bad drills and like she has like a complete like side hustle where she makes way too much money selling bad drills. And like it, it, as weird as it sounds, like basically she's just like, you know how like your badge goes on like a, it's a little uh, retra- retractable line? Well, the real, she puts like special shapes and stuff on there and it says like, you know, I'm a nurse or like, you know, like sure wish it was Friday with like two martini glasses. Yeah, like just, just like different types of flair. Yeah, so that's my mom does. My mom does that. She makes flair, and like she makes way too much money doing it. And turns out people love it. People love the shit out of it. So anyway, it's really cool. So I told my mom about these stickers, right? And she asked me, she's like, "Well, where are you getting these stickers printed? Because I could use that for uh, for my business." And I was like, "Oh, I'm going to this this shop." And she goes, "No, it's like it's because like it's like the place I'm getting my stickers from. It's like minimum order of a hundred, and so." And like to me, it's like well, a hundred. It's not like a whole bunch of money because I know what I pay for a hundred of them. And but to my mom, like my mom, like runs on way smaller margins, and she doesn't move like a hundred of one item. She'll move like ten of them yeah, or twenty. Somebody'll order like a couple dozen with their company logo or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. So like my mom's like, well, that would never work out for me. And she's like, well, why don't you just print your own stickers? I was like, I don't even know where to begin with that. So then I went on this like this downward spiral of like down the hole. Yeah. And it turns out like there's tons of people out there that just like print their own stickers. Yeah. And that's a thing. Okay. So <laughs> looking to your left, <laughs> he's like, yeah, all this machinery over here. The Yeah. So that's the a Rico station. laser printer. Yep. And that is a cricket air. 
right? Mm -hmm. So, like, fell off a little bit of a deep end here, right? So, the Rico laser printer, it prints on sticker sheets, right? It, like, it'll, like, I can print a sticker on a sticker sheet, and then it goes over, and it goes over here to get laminated. So, it gets laminated. That's what, like, actually makes, like, the gloss, like, to right. make it, like, you know, waterproof and stuff like that. Yep. And then it goes to the cricket, and the cricket cuts out around the sticker. Yeah. So like the white edge. The, the margin. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, like, I can make, like, now I can make, like, event stickers. I can make, like, uh, uh, I can make, uh, obviously, like, you see this. This is the, I don't have this sticker yet. I don't have this Warmaster tied in. I ordered it. I ordered stickers for it. But, like, now, like, I've also got my own version that I made at home. Yep. Like, so... That being said, I can like make these stickers now. That's now a power you have. That's now a power I have that I didn't know. And like the, a lot of this stuff I already had, I just didn't have it like pulled out or anything like that. I just didn't know it was like my mom had the Cricut Air mm -hmm. because I bought her a Cricut Maker for Christmas. So she had like that was like her like throwaway Cricut. So like that's why I got that from her. And then yeah. like I had the Rico. So I just had to get toner for it and all that jazz. Yeah. I think that's the same Cricut my girlfriend's got. Yeah, uh, we we'd experimented with making like stencils for airbrushing. Yep. The uh, if you look at my Warbringer, the knee pad and one of the tilting shields on it has the Legio Interfector symbol, which is like a red moon with a like it looks like the Thundercat sword, the, the sword of omens kind of. It's got like a wavy blade, and then the the handles like pointed in both directions. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that I done with stencils. I just got a round, a rounded circle and made like a moon shape with like the texture on it and then i put over that she cut out the sword shape yeah well see that's exactly like i definitely knew like so the original rfi aprons the yeah. vinyl was cut from stencils okay i would never do that again like this is weeding those stencils was insane but i would definitely print on vinyl like i would 100 percent print on vinyl Oh yeah. So like it's it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like very interesting because like now I can do like t-shirt transfers with that. I can do um I do a ton of stuff with that, and like I can do I can cut vinyl with it. But it is one of those things where it is like now a nice tool, especially with like if we are going to start doing events and stuff like that again. It is smart to have additional tool in your inventory. Oh yeah. So. But as far as like the stickers go, right? We've already talked about. Um, I have the supply. Like I've got the the Leviathan sticker. I've got the the Saber stickers. Looking right at them, they look super dope. Here, you can have that one. Oh, and sweet. I don't know where the Leviathans are though. That's all right. I'll give you one before we before we go. I've got all the stuff to mail them off. I've got like the the envelopes, the bags. I've got the bags. Like I've got everything that I need to mail them off. I've just got to wait for the other stickers to come in, us to develop the other stickers. Mm -hmm. And, uh, lastly, I don't know. Cause like for, for national stuff, U S stuff, I just slap a stamp on it. Send you guys a sticker, get it going. International stuff. I don't know how that's going to yeah. work. That's I don't know how to send international letters. That's where it gets tricky. That's where things get tricky. So if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I want some of these stickers, which there's a bunch of people that do want stickers. I don't know how I'm going to get y'all international stickers. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work yet. I haven't figured it out. I'm looking into it. I'm looking into how to do it. I may have. An international guy. So we did for the original Radio Free Savant stickers and the yep. closer patches. But like we, we're gonna have to figure something out. But for right now, if you're in the United States or possibly even Canada or Mexico, 
I can get you a sticker. You UK boys, sorry. We'll, we're working on it. We're working on it. We'll get you figured out. So, but yeah, yeah, that's dope. Can make stickers that's, now. That's a lot. It's a lot of hobby. It is a lot of not direct <laughs> hobby related, like <laughs> not direct Horace Heresy stuff, but like yeah. stuff that need like that didn't need to get done, but has gotten done because of this kind of ramping back up. Yeah, of, it, it, it's ex- a horizontal expansion. Yeah, yeah. Something we weren't doing before. We weren't making stickers before here. Yeah, it's increasing the scope of the things that you can do. Exactly. So, that was my hobby progress. That's what I've been doing in the week that we have been gone. Oh, and, and, before we go, I tested out that new gold. Oh, we're talking about the gold? Yeah, the new gold that... Uh, the, the, the hottest gold known to man? The Vince, Vince Vetronella Varela. Vince Ventrella. Vince Ventrella gold. If you guys are not aware of the Vince Ventrella gold, go on YouTube. Uh, he's got a video where he explains it. It's essentially it is, uh, it is the Vallejo acrylic metal color gold and copper. It's a like a, a three drops gold, two drops copper, and then the uh, green stuff world antique gold. Pig, pa- pigment powder and then just a little smidge of a, like a drop of a flow improver flow improver and it makes the craziest gold i've ever seen on the internet if you've ever messed with the gold pens that just lay down this like alcohol ink gold mm-hmm. it has the same consistency going on as that where it just it just covers in one go yeah and he was holding up next to like an actual like gold nugget and it's like yeah it looks exactly the same yeah, so so I've been wanting to do uh, Terminators in all gold. Like the I found out Little Legends actually did like all of the Crimson Paladins in gold. Okay, and so powerful miles, right? Yeah, and so I wanted to like like I didn't know he did that, but like that is what I wanted to do. Like I want to do like essentially a bunch of Terminators, an entire like first company of Terminators, all in gold for my Blood Angels. So. I've been finding and looking for special golds. I did, obviously, the original plan was just like retributor armor, just blast them with <laughs> like the can. Yeah, you can do that. But after I saw that gold and how like warm that gold was and how like it's rich, rich it was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think and can a hundred percent be sent through an airbrush, like how thin it is. Oh yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing, no part about it that wouldn't go through there. Maybe the pigment might gum it up a little bit, but with the flow improver, it should be fine. Yeah, so so that is something that I have been experimenting with. I bought the wrong gold. I bought the uh, not antique gold. I bought the regular gold pigment, and I spilled a little bit in my sink, and it turned my sink into uh, a, a Egyptian okay. artifact. Like yeah. my whole sink was gold, and I had like I I rinsed that sucker for minutes <laughs> and it just looked more and more expensive with each <laughs> with each spray of water and so uh yeah it don't don't spill it <laughs> and you only need a little bit of this stuff so oh, like, yeah, it was like what one 128th of a of a teaspoon a teaspoon yeah it's very small it's a very small amount of pigment that you need to make the super gold so uh Look, use your own risk, but go look at the YouTube video. It's crazy, especially if you're gonna do like Ultramarines. If you're gonna do uh, gotta Blood re- Angels, got to repaint all my guys now. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. And Vince, God bless you. You did great. 
Yeah, I think it's part of his like hobby cheating series. Where it's like, hey, here's how to make models that look way better than the amount of effort you put in. Yeah, well, he did great. He did great. Yeah, he, he's really good at that sort of stuff. So, but yes, so that is that's what I got. So, you want to hear a voicemail? Oh, I've been I've been waiting. Okay, so once again, we don't hear our voicemails. We don't listen to them. We don't screen them. We don't know what they are. But I did want to say that. We had already put out there on the Discord and within the Facebook page that if you had a story to send us with a model that you thought deserved to be on a sticker, we wanted to hear that over voicemail. Is this a hero story? I don't know. Oh. But it could be. I hope so. I would imagine it is, but I don't know. So just preface with that so like just so if this is just some dude talking about his models and you just found out about this this challenge and you're wondering hey how are you guys already getting this is scripted this is rigged yeah exactly that's okay because if this model turns out to be badass and you know they could like, <laughs> like <laughs> we don't know we don't know how good this story is but it could be great it would have to be absolutely incredible for us to just sit, say no we're done don't bother sending us anything just, yeah. No, we're. This could also just be some dude like, "Hey, your mom's gay." Again, yeah, <laughs> we he, don't know. He, he could have called back. <laughs> so yeah, let's hear this out. Somebody had uh, posted up in one of our group chats, like, "Hey, is anybody available for a phone call for about rules questions?" And I was like, "Yeah, you can go ahead and call me." And I was in the middle of typing the new voicemail number before I remember. Oh, he just has my phone number. He just called me. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to leave a voicemail. <laughs> I was gonna try yeah. to. I was gonna try to get Zach to leave a voicemail. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> okay, so here we go. All right. <clears throat> First off, your mom's gay. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> you guys don't. Michael's defeated right now. Bamboozle. <laughs> Bamboozle, dude. I see. I see. Like, there's a lot more than that. But like, immediately, that's like the first. Like, Ladies and gentlemen. We got him. <laughs> First off, your mom's gay. Damn it. Well, guys, we don't have any voicemails for <laughs> Think we're going to have some like sticker story. <laughs> oh, I see there's a lot more, so I'm going to play it. But I'm going to start over because, <laughs> God dang. God damn it. <laughs> you hooligan. No. Oh, I'm going to just go back because this thing is. Uh, is it is it getting weird? Yeah, it's hard. It doesn't scroll. All right, we're good. Here we uh, go. All right. <clears throat> First off, your mom's gay. Secondly, I have a, a salamander's praetor that I modeled up with uh, with divining blades from back in the day. He uh, he's got like that real swishy motion. You know, he looks like he's going real fast, which was a real funny joke for one point out because salamanders were so slow. You know, anyway, that guy killed fucking everything. Like anything he got in contact with, because it was divining blades, you know, like what are you going to do? Uh, that one was pretty cool. And then I also had an Arcus that uh, killed characters left and right. So I had a guy I used to play a lot of games with who would bring uh, Typhon a ton. And uh, the first turn of the game, in the air, the first turn that Typhon dropped in, because he always played Deep Shrug Assault. I'd always kill Typhon with, uh, with the Arcana. 
Or not the archer. The archers. Wow. I think that the archers are on the brain. Anyway, uh, love you, Clay. <laughs> so, so salamander with divining blades was yeah. one of them. So, if any of you not aware, divining blades were a Psy Arcana from last edition that was just kind of an auto include on your Praetor if Psy Arcana were in play. It, it was just auto instant death, strength six, AP two. It's one of those things, if you can take it, you take it because your opponent's taking it, and if you don't take it and your opponent takes it, your guy just auto-loses to him. <laughs> so, and he had two of them like that, right? Like the, From yeah. what I'm just, this, like, I'm looking at a Dark Angel that's got, like, basically this, like, two yeah. swords, like... Yeah, a lot of people modeled them up as uh, two different Paragon Blades, or two yeah. different just power swords. Yeah. So he's got a Salamander that just killed everything with him. Oh, dude, look at this Raven Guard with the Dynamining Blades. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot. Anyway, so yeah, so I mean, I so would write guy, that story. So guy, guy with divining blades does real good on the tabletop. More news at eleven. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I do like the Arqua, just obliterating Typhus every chance he gets. Every chance he gets, the Arqua just doing. <laughs> and I like the idea of Arqua sticker because you got yeah. the Sakaran element and you have the uh, we, yeah we, we, like we, the Scorpius style like which is now like a thirty k style mm-hmm. we, we take uh, missile back. launcher. Taking it back to the Arqua. Dude, I really like that idea of just like a little baby chibi Arqua. Just a just, little chibi Arcus just driving up. Not so much the Salamander. I mean, that, that was okay, the story, oh, just Salamander yeah, killing fine, dudes. Man. Like if there was like a, you know, protecting oh, this, a bus of kids, you know? Yeah. More missions need to have buses of kids. Just something. Just, like that's what made that Sam Raimi Spider-Man so good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like you got to save this bus full of kids. Can do. It's a train. That's all right. The same. It works. Same thing. Well, no, it was when he was hanging off the bridge and he was holding up. He had Mary Jane and he had the bus full of kids and he had to like make Spider-Man shoes. The oh, train was oh in the future yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, You're right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you always saving <laughs> some kids. So if that's Salamander save kids, we need that story. But as of right now, if there was going to be a winner right now, the lead in the voicemail challenge is the Arqua by far. Because I think that would make a rad little sticker. A little fat Arqua, that, dude. Shoot, that could just be the number four. Just Because like I said, we take it back to, to the Arqua. <laughs> so yeah, so number four, uh, you'll see. You, everybody will see what number four is, but I'll tell you after the yeah. podcast what it is. So if you too have stories of cool guys who've done cool things or ideas for stickers you'd like to see or bear stories or anything really that you just want to call in and shoot out onto the podcast you can you can phone it in at 361-265-8658 or you could also record a voice message and shoot that to us on discord or like i said there's a couple ways you can get that to us we'll make it happen yeah and we we don't screen them obviously you can just send us a message on facebook and just you know record it to us and tell us hey there's a voicemail don't listen to this there's way much easier ways than calling us the voicemail is just you know it's for it's for shits and giggles. So, but yeah, cool. That Love was the it. voicemail we had. Thank you for your story. Um, I'm thinking at this point that's Michael, right? That's I McCall. Mean, yeah, yeah, sounds like Houston it, right? Mike. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's gotta <laughs> be. It's gotta be. He and I may have may or may not have talked about divining blades earlier in the week okay. on Discord. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, 
So that's our voicemails. Um, we did want to touch base on this new assassin model. Yeah, that's news that came out this past week. So there was two things that came out. We had the assassin model that came out, and then a, like two packs of character heads. Yeah, just little cheeky little packs of heads. I ain't mad at those heads, by the way. I mean, it's unfortunate that like I would much rather print heads and like you know make them look more blood angel I mean, And I, I hate painting heads. But, you know, I like seeing more people get into making third party bits for Warhammer. Yes. And Games Workshop is just now the next in a long line of people who've been making third party bits for Warhammer. And don't get me wrong, like since they own the IP and like they basically make the models and all stuff, they are. They have no problem making these bits, you know, like they're doing great. <laughs> yeah, I like the heads. They're good heads. Uh, I don't like all of them for every project. But they got dudes with, like, scars. They got plenty of bionics. They got yelling, not yelling. You know, everything you need. And there's, like, one white scar head in there, I saw. I mean... Like, one um, Eastern-style head in there that I saw. (laughs) Maybe... Whatever details do, like, signify stuff like that are completely lost whenever I start painting them. Okay, that's fair. You're absolutely right. <laughs> like I don't know if that was just the 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 studio deciding to do different styles, but but yeah, they announced that, and they also gave us a taste of one of the new uh, demon assassin guys. Uh, did they give us his name? The Infernus Abomination. Okay. So all they really gave us is pictures of the model, which looks like a cloven hoof demon guy. It looks like a doom guy. Like, yeah. He's got hooves. He's got metal dreads. He's got a scary mask. It looks like if doom tried to make a nemesis character for doom guy. That's cool. I mean, so like this is supposed to be an assassin, like a traitor assassin. Is that the plan? Do we have any, like, uh, like I don't mind the character. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally okay with the character. Mainly because he kind of fits in that like dark mechanicum like aesthetic that I've yeah. been looking into. Yeah, it it does have that kind of dark mechanicum style because like like I said, it's got this like me- metal cables coming off the back <laughs> of his head. Yeah, are you looking at the? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's had a Tyrannosaurus fighting a tank in World War Two. We're, <laughs> we're still on the Mid Journey Discord, so that, yeah, that pops up. <laughs> I just scrolling this whole time, but uh, so yeah, no, it's like dark mechanicus style, like. And they haven't released a whole bunch of Dark Mechanicus style, so like there's Scoria and I think one other character. That's it, Scoria, and I don't know of the other character. Is it Caleb Decima, or is that the loyalist one? I think I'm pretty sure Caleb Decima is loyalist, but not Caleb Decima. It is the other guy. He's uh, House Malinax, I think. Not Malinax. One of the Night Houses. There's an HQ that you can take, and you can take him in normal Mechanicus or Mechanicum, or you can also take him as part of a Night House. Okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but and he's just on the abeyant and all that jazz. Yeah, he's just a dude. Yeah, so but yeah, pretty much it's just like the closest thing Dark Mechanicum is the Scorpion and the yeah, which I do like Scoria because you can kind of Scorpion Scoria. Yeah, because you can kind of see the line between him and then like a Defiler. And when I said Scorpion, I meant the uh, the Brass Scorpion. It was like what I meant. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't even think they make that anymore now. They might. I know they had a couple versions of it. They showed like a kit bash when they announced it in one of the Apocalypse games. And then eventually Forge World made their own take on it. 
where it had kind of the smoother because the first one was very much two defilers kit bashed together. Yes, I remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, the Greater Brass Scorpion. It's three hundred dollars. Yeah, and then that's the Forge World take on it, where it's kind of smoother and a little more. Yeah, that's like, like the closest like dark mechanicum yeah. thing that very much not two defilers mashed together. Yeah, hot. But yeah, so we see what its melee weapons are, and it's just like, to me, it kind of reads like obliterators, how they can like, like change up what they're armed with, in like in the middle of a turn. Or it could just be multiple different weapons, because it's got like the hammer blade, which sounds like a failed Bane Blade variant. Yeah. Uh, strength 8, AP 2, murder strike 6 up, brutal 2. Oh, wait, you got the stats for it? They gave us the stats for his weapon. Oh, one more time. Read off. So strength eight, AP two, murder strike six up, brutal two, two handed. Not unwieldy. Not unwieldy. Holy cow. So this dude is blopping. And two other melee weapons he can use that are nowhere near as good as that. Okay. Like that's the one. That's the one it has. Because why would you use strength five, AP four, reach two, breaching six? That dude is just challenging people with his strength eight and just and just taking them out and just <laughs> one popping them, just so, killing sergeants. Yeah, you get plus two initiative at strength five, or you can just kill dudes. Yeah, just pop dudes. I'm assuming this guy's probably initiative five. Like, so if he's initiative five, that's huge because I was looking and there's not as much initiative five outside of characters right now. Like, what are the? So if he is an assassin, right? Like or let, assassin equivalent. Okay, so so like let's look. What's a? Do you have the rules for a colitis? Like, is that? Do you have that on uh, hand I can anywhere? Pull it up. It's in the the Liber Imperium. I do have Liber Imperium. If you need yeah, it, it's after the Solar Auxilia. So like that's a. I'm curious if. You said the which one? The colitis. The colitis. Colitis. The one that like. Uh, so that one has a phase sword, which is strength three, AP one, rending five. Mm-hmm. And on a six to wound, uh, they automatically suffer a wound with no armor saves, invulnerable saves, or damage mitigation rolls allowed. Yeah, but what's our initiative? The initiative is going to be six. Yeah, so I would imagine, like, he, like, because he's a close combat assassin, so, like, it's kind of seems like they would. Yeah, I assume that's, like, make an answer to a Calidus or maybe, like, an Averser and or I, something. Speculation wise, I bet he, like, phases in somehow too like i bet chaos poops him on the battlefield somewhere out of like a portal maybe like a little sphincter shows up in the middle of the battlefield and yeah, just because i know that the calidus cannot be shot at or charged until it is like shot or charged disgusting absolutely gross just poop it out of a thunderhawk but yeah i mean it it kind of makes me hope that we're getting a liver imperium style book for what we're missing so instead of like Talons of the Emperor, we get Demon Storm, de- Demon Runestorm Demons. Oh, Liber Traitoris would be dope. Or like, like Liber Malefica. Yeah, that'd be dope. And it's like here's your here's your Imperial Militia like traitor yeah, rules. Yeah, here's, here's your, your cultist. Yeah, and you can use Militia as trait as loyalist the same way you can use Auxilia as traitor. Yeah, that'd be tight. And then here's your demons. And then yeah. And here's your greater demons. Yeah, demons. Here's your your. Traitor Titan Legion. What was the dude from Hidden Blade? Where it was like the the this agent of the Warmaster, like assassin type character. I don't know. I don't think I read Hidden Blade. 
I th- I haven't either. I think that was a thing that was going on in that. But I, I think they're they're if they've got a lot of talents of the emperor mm-hmm. and agents of the emperor. I'd like to see them flesh out agents of the war master. No, yeah, that'd be dope. There's a lot of like weird stuff, like the, especially like on the demon side. Like now, I have no reason to believe we're gonna get a book, but I think it'd be nice if it's like a parallel to Liber Imperium. I think there's enough, and I think what kind of held it back the first time was just the lack of like fluff. And so, like now that we're like beyond Siege of Terra, like we're like at the end, right? They, it's like I think the last two books are about to get released. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's enough like fluff of all the weird shit that happened, like all the like yeah, the psycho like there's assassins of, and like plenty of stuff to draw from. Yeah, so like now there's a bunch of stuff to draw from. So I don't see why there wouldn't be like traitor legions like why there couldn't be uh like i mean mind controlled uh militia you know they just announced like they started releasing even a second series of primarchs yeah yeah like like the horus ascended is supposed to be the first in another series of the primarchs it's hot dude that's what i'm saying so maybe we do see another version of each primarch and accidentally or just, you know, popping out an extra book for those suckers, man. Sign me up. That, I wouldn't be mad at a 40K style campaign book at this point. Because they a lot of the publications talk about, hey, a future update or a future book might invalidate some of these data sheets. So they're very clearly leaving the door open to come in the future and just completely revamp. Like, oh, hey, here's a new updated Baneblade. Fingers crossed. Hmm. That doesn't suck. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, here's a post Istvan five Baneblade, <laughs> like just like they have a post Istvan five uh, a Korax and stuff, you know. Uh, they took that out. Oh no, no! <laughs> There's only one Korax right now, and that's the the model you get from Forge World. Lame. But they're doing another series of the Primarchs, so they might take that idea and make it cooler. They make, make all the Trader Primarchs way doper. And <laughs> make like, a it's like, here's Ferris Monas from the shoulders down. <laughs> <laughs> He's free, but also he has no stats. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, just another objective. It's like, was it Bjorn, the Dreadnought Bjorn? 40K, whenever he's destroyed, you just make him an objective. <laughs> Dude, Dude, that's what I would do is I would cheese out the uh, capture and control where you have an objective and your opponent has an objective. And then my Bjorn would just be a problem. And then my opponent would kill him. And now I have two objectives. Suck it. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. It's like, and we have the new Horus. Yay. And the new Fulgrim. Yay. And the new Ferris. (laughs) Oh, I mean, they could do some cool stuff with Ferris, like have him just not have the weapon and he's just like bare fisted and pissed. Oh, ghost Ferris. <laughs> but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Whatever he's saying. Or, the or they could pull out some shit from Master of Mankind and have him be leading the Legion of the Damned. Okay. <laughs> Bless it. <laughs> <laughs> the Emperor just conjures the spirit, the ghost of Isvan. <laughs> being led by a giant dude with a hammer and a ghost rider skull head. And it's like, is that Ferris? No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> Would never be. So, but no, that's cool, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to more options, yeah. more. They, they very much want us to believe more cool stuff is coming. But at the same time, like, where are demons, y'all? Look at Cabanda. They gave us rules for Cabanda, and Cabanda has rules that don't have rules. I think it was just such a big oopsie the first time around. Because, you know, they didn't have it, like, 
fully fleshed out and there was just like way too much tomfoolery that could be done with demons that they want to do it right now. I guess, but... And they also don't want like full-blown like flamers making flamers making flamers. They want like well, they didn't generic be- demons. They didn't have that to begin with. They didn't have like the normal flamer or pink horrors making pink horrors making pink horrors making not, brimstone horrors or, or not no brimstone. The, not in the demons, the ruined storm demons from last edition, not from book eight. Oh, just the generic demon, like because those were the generic ones, right? Yes, yeah, so you would take lesser demons and you could give them different like mutations. Yeah, because like and I don't anything that had a psychic power. Cool, it had psychic powers. If you summoned something, and it has, and you give it the power where it has psychic abilities. It's past the point in the game where it would generate psychic powers. So they couldn't generate the powers to summon other stuff. So you couldn't like cascade summon. I think uh, there's like that stigma because like obviously I have like a stigma towards demons only because of what I heard from 40k side and like what I knew kind of fuckery could come into Horus Heresy. And I think that stigma just kind of like carried over. Yeah. Uh, When they we did a Escalation League towards the later end of uh, last edition. And somebody had played Thousand Suns in it, and they found out, oh, you can take an esoterist and you can summon demons. Cool, I want to do that. And he might have been thinking that he could summon demons that summon demons that summon demons and then split into more demons. Yes. And he found out that, no, he could not do that. So he's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> he goes, here it comes, guys. Here it comes. <laughs> that, the, the ugly cabana model. Like, not the cabana, like the smaller like demon model. It's oh. like, <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> it was like, oh, he's melting. No, mostly you just summon them and they deep strike on the table and then scatter in terrain and then just stop existing. Oh. At least that was my experience trying to summon demons and have it be cool. <laughs> Here he comes. <laughs> exactly. Because I wasn't playing Thousand Suns. I was playing Black Shields and I was like, yeah, I'm going to lean into the traitor stuff and I'm going to have him summoning demons and stuff. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I can take a esoterist and he can have two psychic dice plus whatever I roll. And I can either have him try to use the power where they don't summon. And then I don't have enough dice to actually make the summon work. Or I can just summon it without the power that makes them not scatter. And then they hit the table and explode. Oh, so you're just sending baby bombs or demons. Well, I mean, they don't like explode as in like cause damage. They hit terrain and then they all die. Oh, because they oh, like, oh, Lord, <laughs> I roll a deep strike mishap. And so either my opponent puts them across the table where they don't matter or they don't show up at all or they go into reserves. And then it was a mess. I never got it to work. Either way, you had painted demons that didn't get to play with. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, that's cool. Now I'm looking forward to seeing what they actually do. Me too, man. Uh Looking at the Esoterist, that looks really fun because it the Esoterist puts down a blast template and then you pick a unit from your like reserves of demons that walks out of it. Yeah, I'm also like I also want to see, and it's kind of one of those things where like I haven't seen like Sisters of Silence or anything like that. Or they you got know, some cool tech. They got great tech, they and that's kind of how I feel like demons are going to be. It's going to be that. Like, they got jet bikes niche. now. They've got like Beastmaster units. I haven't even seen like. Because, like, the jet bikes, you don't have, like, a model for it. Which I'm surprised. And I haven't seen a STL for it. Like, that's how much people aren't playing Sisters of Silence. It's like people aren't even modeling stuff for them. So, yeah. Well, I just never thought I'd see Games Workshop put out rules for a model they didn't have, like, on the docket yet. Mm. 
after that whole chapter house situation, you know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. But they also have they have cyber alligators. Yes, they have cyber snares. They've got all sorts of cool stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. I don't know if that's worth taking on the tabletop. I don't know if it's any good. I saw the like the snares are like highly broken in the amount you can take and like they can stack or something like that. And you can like basically just make a completely immobile space Marine unit. <laughs> like oh. as you just light it up and just pray for pray for damn fives. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, they can do some really wild stuff that deserves to get looked into. Yeah. And I don't know. I, would, would you rather see demons or would you rather see dark mechanicum like proper dark mechanicum proper dark mechanicum all day? Oh yeah. All day. But I think demons are kind of like... I, just, I feel bad for the people who like made demon armies and made Black Shield armies and then the new edition comes out and it's like... Sorry. Suck it. Yeah, no. But it's kind of one of those things where... It's like there's the lineup of kids like on the playground and they're picking teams and it's like, okay, uh, Space Marines, like Loyalist and Trader Space Marines are team captains. Okay, uh, Mechanicum, you're on Loyalist team. All right. Uh, uh, Solar Ox. And, and so it's like... We got to figure out who's going to be the last pick for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, curious now. And I kind of feel like what's going to happen is like, I think they realized because like it took them a while to get like Mechanicum fleshed out and all that stuff. So I don't feel like, I, I don't think Dark Mechanicum is like as big as like a money grab as like, like they can't release Dark Mechanicum and like fully flush out a line for Dark Mechanicum because like it's hard enough to sell Horus Heresy models. And the only thing I'm worried about on the demon front is like, I feel like if they've had a model out for years, they know that the third party market, or I guess like the resale market of that model is very low. Cause there's a, a ton of demon armies out there right now. Right. That they can just like go and, you know, like, Hey, we're going to release demons. Cool. I'm just going to not buy from games workshop. I'm going to buy from this guy who, just got rid of his army. Yeah, he's been sitting on demons since sixth edition. Yeah, so I feel like that's what happened to the Bane Blade. They're like, oh, we got enough Bane Blades sold out there. Nobody's gonna come like buy new Bane Blades to. So, just, I guess it, it's it's they treat them weird, right? Like it, they they definitely don't treat them the same way they do other stuff. Yeah, so it's a uh, like that's the only thing I'm kind of worried about. Like with the Dark Mechanicum and the uh, demon side of it is like I don't see them getting the love they deserve. And I kind of, I hope that they don't get, uh, they don't get like a PDF. It's like, yeah, play your demons kids. I mean, they're probably going to get a PDF. Stop bothering us. I hope they get fleshed out. Right. I I don't like being a bummer, but they're probably just going to get a PDF. I've got no reason to think that they're going to put them into like a Libra Malefica or any cool thing like that. It'd be neat. I'd love to see it. It'd be great. If it's good, I might even buy it. But unlikely at this point, I, they just need something. They need like a PDF would be welcome, even if it's like weird and kind of doesn't work, because then at least you could play games with demons. Your esoterist is now able to do stuff. You know, your word bearers can do stuff with demons. Your sisters of silence have something to go after, you know? Yeah. So now I get it. I get it. We just have to wait and see at this point. I don't Pretty think we much. have any sway, so. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, James, James Workshop, if you're still listening, where's the PDFs at? Where's the demons at? Yeah, just give us, you know, if you plan on making a book, release a PDF now, and that way you can just, you know, sell a play, bunch of. Play test it for the book. 
whatever model you want to sell, just make them super powerful. People will buy them and then nerf them when the book comes out. Easy peasy. <laughs> I mean, well, you don't need us to tell you how to do that. Yeah, y'all figured that out a long time ago. <laughs> Look at this Votan situation. <laughs> That's messed up, but anyway. <laughs> well, like you couldn't tell reading. Have you have you seen the stupid shit Votan yes. do? Oh, yeah. Oh, I With saw the, the The judgment tokens and the magna rails. And then they're like, never mind. And it's like, oh, it, th- those don't work together anymore. Sorry, guys. You don't get to use anti-infantry with your magna rails anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I mean, y'all already bought the boxes, but sorry. <laughs> y'all already bought the books. <laughs> y'all pre-ordered it's it. It's like, there's no way they can fix this without just making it ass. And they want to sell these models. Oh, no, they just made it. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> no backsies. Y'all already bought them. <laughs> no, they issued refunds. Oh, they did? I didn't it was. I, I, I was told it was so bad that they did issue refunds when they put out that FAQ. Wow, they will never do that again. So no, they. <laughs> I don't know that I believe it, but it would have to be really bad for them to just be like, "All right, fine, here's your money back." Yes. Yeah, so if it was me, you would never get your money back. No, you want a power game? Not today, son. So. They better still be on sprue. But anyway, so that's all we have. It's uh, yeah. I mean, we're about an hour and forty five minutes. So I think we're. They're good. Yeah, it's a they, good they, can't, they can't all be these three hour long bangers. Yeah, we're going to do our best, but there's only so much hobbying we could do. And as long, I mean, we're keeping them weekly. I mean, this is look at us. Yeah. Here we were like, you know, don't expect them weekly. We might take a week off and let some content happen and get some stuff to talk about. But I guess just getting back into it as heavy as we wanted to, just so much stuff came up that we're just like, hey, we got to talk about these games. We got. There's all this rule stuff I was wrong about I got to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of uh, practice games. I think like us as like a group are like learning together. And so like we're seeing like a lot of these like practice games. We're all learning, especially since Adepticon's on the way. Yeah, everybody doing Adepticon's trying to like really get their list down where they know they don't have to look up their own rules mid-game. Exactly. And if they say something they don't they want to be confident when they argue it's like oh nope this is how this works you know yeah at least know work out things that are like a holdover from last edition get that hammered out now yeah i still thought the predator cannons were strength seven no so but all right guys well i'm gonna kick you guys over to some music and thanks for joining us guys we will talk to you next time have a good week